0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: Good evening, and welcome to Beauty Talk for today, Thursday, February 10th. I'm excited because our guest tonight is Rocky Cavetti, and he's here to uh, share the secrets to a career in fashion makeup. But before we get into that, I just want to remind you that the call-in number is 914-803-4399. Again, it's 914-803-4399. And I believe my sister Denise has a couple of words now, so she wants to share really quickly. Actually, it's just one one announcement, but good evening, everyone. And I pretty much just wanted to remind everyone again about uh, Face Off. It's the new uh, makeup competition uh, reality show that comes on 10 p.m. on Wednesday evenings on the Sci-Fi Channel. That's Face Off at 10 p.m. Wednesday evenings on the Sci-Fi Channel. And you can join me also at 10 p.m. on my Facebook fan page for a makeup chat, um, all about the show Face Off. Cool. Um, Rocky, do you
0: watch Face Off? I have to say, I just heard about it yesterday. I don't watch much TV, and when I do, I. Tend to go for things like documentaries and arts and crafts and and things like that. But um, I hear that it's a great show, and uh, I'm hoping that I could catch up online because that's something that I I limit the amount of negativity I allow myself to get mixed up with. Right. But um, that sounds like fun and definitely up my alley. So I will check it out.
1: Right. Well, I apologize. I meant to first say
0: welcome to the show. It's all good. Yeah. I'm here, and I feel welcome. <laughs> thank you for having me.
1: Oh, thank you for joining us. Um, and I'm like you. Last night actually was the first time I saw the show, and I had to catch up. I caught up on iTunes. I um, downloaded the show from iTunes. Um, and like you, I don't watch a lot of TV. You know, there are certain shows that I'll, you know, programs that I'll watch. But um, it's a really good show. It's a great show, actually. Um, it seemed like last night one of the negative, you know, people from the show got kicked off, so I was pretty happy. Um, but <laughs> like, it's a good show, <laughs> and they're doing some great work on that show. So that's one of the things that I like about it. Very inspiring.
0: Very cool. Well, now I know where to find it at, so yeah, I'll check out iTunes. <laughs>
1: Yeah, exactly. You go on iTunes. Um, but tonight we're here to talk to you about the secret school career and fashion makeup. I'm gonna turn it all over to you.
0: Okay. Okay. So uh so I first uh started to you know, about two years ago, I'll tell you a brief story about what I'll be talking about tonight and, and how I'm kind of merging the, my two lives, as I would put okay. it. Okay. A few years ago, I became a spiritualist, and I grew up Catholic, and I had a lot of restrictions and resentments after years of of what I say was um, really believing others' truths. And I set out on a goal to start to understand what religion is and how I could be a better person and how I could do this. And I could combine that with how I serve humanity through makeup artistry. You see, I never viewed makeup artistry even when working at the retail level at the counter or working on one of the best jobs that I consider my the height in my career. Um, I never considered it just a fly-by-night type thing that I was wasting my time on. I, at the age of 18... I said to myself, being a very sensitive, intuitive person, from this day forward, I'll do things with integrity. And from this day forward, I will be working for myself uh, and for others, and I'm going to do what it is to have not only artistic integrity, but really have sense about the things that I have in my life, and to be grateful and not take them for granted. So for the last two years, I've been studying to be a spiritualist minister, and I will be ordained in June, which I'm verklempt over because, it's um like I said, it's the merging of two worlds. It's really, for the first time in my life, I'm able to come from the inside out and start to really develop a strategy about who and what I attract into my life. So I've been talking about this for some time on stage, and I I took a light approach at first because what I wanted to do was to feel out people energetically and to, to kind of feel like, do others feel like I do? And then I started to notice that there's a a nuance of personalities in this business. And there are people that are here for the money, some that are here for the fame, and some that are here for compassion, and some that are here because they love what they do. And finding that balance is something that's not easy. And so I have taken the approach... To be the best that I could be, and lead by my example. I always like to say that that um, my words—they're uh, never few, but they sometimes <laughs> they don't. Sometimes our words don't always make the impact that we want. Um, okay. You know, we were given free will, and that's our choice to choose our path, and uh, we also you know, are born with an ego, and sometimes the ego gets in our way. And a lot of times in this business, we find ourselves in an environment where we uh, let our ego get the best of us. We react to other people that may be displaying, you know, the negative ego. And so what I like to talk to people about is, you know, how are you going to get started in this business? What does service mean to you? I mean we all have to come to terms that we have a purpose in our lives and if you're doing makeup and you, this is how you not only make your money but where you spend most of your time, you, I think you have to come to terms that you're serving humanity and that it's not something light-hearted because when you find yourself in the midst of your clients, you wake up real quick to the reality that you are serving humanity. Mm-hmm. So, so um, I put I wrote some notes here, and I just want to go through some things, and I'm going to tie in, which I've been practicing on stage for the last year or so. I've been tying in the law of attraction and how people can apply this, you know, these laws of nature uh, and attract the clients that they want. And uh, I like people to start thinking. I always say to people that um, they'll never think the same way again. When you sit and, you know, when two or more are joined, Nothing will be the same, and from that moment, I want people to think, like what is it that you're choosing in this beauty career? Mhm, think about what I talked about the different you know facets of this business, and where do you where do you fit in the scheme of things? Do you fit with the sensitivity of compassion that are you willing to treat others as you would want to be treated? So think about when you're in a negative situation and you're reacting to that. So I like to get people to think about what is the balance that you're creating for yourself. Imagine that everyone was angry around you, and are you going to go for that? Where's your integrity? What have you got to gain from giving away yourself? Hmm. So... That's a lot to think about. Yes, and, it is. Uh, you know, because it's 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 very easy. I think it's easier to react to, let's say, you know, I work in fashion a lot, and there's a lot of uh, intense moments where, you know, things are on the line. Uh, it's a nerve-wracking experience. And someone asked me about a year ago, well you know, what was the most negative experience you've ever had? You know, in the middle of an interview. And I really had to think about that because I've never had a negative experience or I've never been yelled at in the workplace. And I really had to think about it. And, of course, I've had moments where I was sucked in or I didn't uh, react in a nice way like I would be proud of when it was all said and done, but I felt really grateful at that moment when I thought about it. I was actually forced to think about it in the spur of the moment, but I was proud to think that I have an ability that I don't think about that much, but I have an ability to attract goodness into my life, and so I I keep ending up in situations that feel good. So, you know... Do I wish others would think like that? Yes. Can I say that I purposely set out to accomplish that? No. And so that's what I want people to think about. So I always say, like, at one point we have to wake up to the realities around us. And I'm grateful again that at the time I woke up, it was by choice. And it wasn't that I was down and out or destitute or had a lot of pain in my life or loss of someone that I love before I said, oh no, I better wake up. So the reason why I speak these words and I use my own personal insight is because if I can lead by my example, that's more important to me. And so what I ask people is, what do you have to gain from creating beauty for other people? Is it quantity? Or is it quality that you intend on imposing on others through this experience, you know? How will you maintain your center of balance in your busy career, you know? There's perception. There's self-perception. And I don't know about you, but I perceive myself in one way, and people are always perceiving me in another way. And I've heard all different things from, uh, oh, now hearing you speak, I hear that you're nice. And I'm like, okay. And so I kind of understand that by the way that I look, people might perceive me a certain way and they may not think that I would be outgoing. And so that's the, the, the visual aspect of the business that we're in. So... But we have our free will to decide how to react to those things. So in this business, you know, what is it that you're going to let get in the way of attracting good clients and maintaining good relationships with your clients? Is it going to be at face value? Or are you going to create a center of balance in your life that is, um, you know, kind of my philosophy is based on the golden rule, you know, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. And so, you know, it's always a goal for me not to react. You know, if someone is upset in the workplace, you know, um, I like to believe that I could become transparent and that does not mean that I'm going to disappear and not hear what's going on. But, I don't always have to absorb everything around me, and so what I like to tell people that are starting out, so let's talk about people who are starting out in the business, and I like to write affirmations as well, and so my suggestions to people that are starting out in the business are start to write some affirmations if that's... Something you know that you feel would work for you if you're you're having trouble either breaking into the business or even deciding what aspects that, of the business that you want to go in, it would be really important to even just back up and write some affirmations and and write simple like what is it that I want to achieve in this business and start to find a path start to find something that feels good to you. try to find that quality in what it is that you're going to do. And uh, because we also have two aspects of our personality, and they are strong will, which is strong will is like that little devil that pops up on your shoulder, and then your higher will is like the little angel that pops up on your shoulder. And, you know, with having free will, it's it's your choice to act upon this will that you have. And so when entering this business, it could be a little bit scary. And what I like to instill to people is, is yes, let, your, your strong will is going to come through and say, okay, well, I can do this and I can do that and I can do this and I know what I'm doing. And, and it starts to get people off onto a mindset that they're invincible and that sometimes comes across as an attitude and so what I like to say to young people well let's face it sometimes people are mature and they still act out but um, (laughs) what I like to say to to everyone is think about your strong will is it always serving you for your highest good because if it's not and you're leaving, if you're entering or leaving situations, and um, you're not feeling good, then you're probably swaying more towards your strong will. And and I would say it's maybe time to consider that you, you have a higher purpose, that you have a higher will, and that's really probably the reason why you want to get in this business. It's probably the reason why you are in this business. So... What I like, what's really pleasing for me is to see people happy and to see, when I see that someone's happy with what they do and they're getting work and they're busy and they're prosperous, I know they're using their higher will because Mm -hmm. the law of attraction, you know, we're going to attract what it is that we're likened to, so... I mean, I hate to say it, but it's plain and simple. If you're acting on your strong will, you probably aren't getting good jobs. You probably aren't getting repeat clients because everyone can see, and they may not have titles like I'm giving you to apply to these things, but we all have intuition and we're all, in, you know, feeling our way around in a sense. So... uh you know, if there are any questions as well that you have, as because I'm sure I'm stirring up a lot, um, please interject <laughs> at any time because you know questions always help um, the dialogue. Just move on further, but um, well, can
1: I can I just say ask one quick thing? Um, can you ex- go back um, from the very beginning and explain um, what a spiritualist really is?
0: Yes. Are you ready for this? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's kind of like my coming out on a beauty talk. A spiritualist. So, so some people are familiar with shamanism. And so a spiritualist is a religion that has spanned the ages of time, since the beginning of time. And in the 1840s, through the 1840s to the 1870s, spiritualists um, took off from mainstream religions because there was a lot of controlling going on. And what they... And they started to notice that there were mystics within religions and mystics were the psychics. They would channel divine knowledge. And... At one point, we're all energetic beings, and we all have the ability to speak to spirits, to be intuitive. Well, at one point, there was a dividing line with this, and they were separated. Okay, Like Jesus, for instance, was a psychic medium. He healed. He spoke to spirits. And, but we were taught to believe that only, you know, superior human beings have the ability to do this. So spiritualists, knowing that um, man's ego had kind of gotten away and, and said, you know, you're over here and you're over here, spiritualists set off to basically follow that same path that Jesus did and to be free. To teach goodwill towards man, unity and oneness, and to have a connection with the non-physical aspect of humanity. And so, you asked. There it is. And so, I'm a psychic medium as well.
1: <laughs>
0: and um, you know, it, it's um, usually I only talk about this in small circles, but um, it's right. something I'm very something I'm very proud of, and. You know, becoming a spiritualist minister is like the icing on the cake for me, because I can I can actually be on the up and up in a sense about it. You know, when I'm teaching seminars, for instance, I know what's going on with people. I feel energetically why they're there and what their needs are. People that take my seminars, me now saying this, will kind of be like, aha. No wonder why he said this certain thing to me, you know, uh-huh. and uh and that's basically it. I'm tuned in to people's energy, and you know the the bottom line is you know anyone that I interact with there's that attraction there, and I think everyone has a willingness to to be more centered in who they are rather than be influenced by outside sources, you know. We all know that when we make decisions on our own that we're really proud of, that that's something that's unchangeable, it's untouchable. However, on the other hand, when we take a lot of advice from others and we make decisions based on what other people think and how they perceive how we really are, we're usually not that person. So... You know it's just about you know being in tune, meditating, and uh you know staying whole. I want to offer something more not only to myself but to my clients and to my others. Most of my clients, my close clients, they know the real me, <laughs> so to speak, if that's how I could say it. And so now you do too. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. There was so such silence t- there. There was such silence there oh, for no, 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 a minute. Just, I was like, oh, did I scare
1: them off? <laughs> <laughs> no, you have not. We're just taking it all in. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: But yeah. earlier,
1: you know, you, you, you threw out. A couple of questions you, you talked about What the service mean to you And what do you have to gain You know I guess through Making others beautiful What do you gain from that And then how do you Maintain balance
0: um, Yes yeah. Can you address Some of those Yeah So Yeah I say those questions Because I want people To think You know I ask a lot of questions Like that Because You know I, I don't I certainly don't have The answers for other people But I want them to start to think about something deeper because, you know, we happen to be in a, which can be a superficial business. Right. And and with all of the perceptions, everything from from, uh, the way that a client is perceiving their own beauty to our goal, because they deem us the expert, our goal to decipher what that means And then to create a look for them that really can, you know, support what it is that they're trying to convey to us. Sometimes at the end of the day, we either don't hit the mark or we do. Now, in all of this, are you going to be so attached to your ego that you are unwilling to give your client what they're asking for. So when I talk about maintaining your center of balance, um, it's about integrity. It's about finding methods that start to strengthen your core beliefs in who you are and who you really are, not who people think you are, not who you were, as you grew up, about who you are right now and having the pride and the dignity to to really sit in the person that you've become. See, balance comes from life experience. So I look at my life, and I look with gratitude for all of the ups and downs. I know that everyone that came into my life was for a purpose, a divine purpose, that I could learn from that. And I don't take anything for granted. So when I started to uh, meditate, for instance, I started just easily, just by, um, well, on the other hand, I'll say that it's not so easy when you're a busy person to get to a quiet space within yourself. You know, I have many things going on in my life, and we all have, you know, A lot going on, and a lot of mental chatter that we must get past. And that center of balance is the key to maintaining all of this. You know, if you have great aspirations and you want to create greatness in your life, uh, one, you have to know that it's okay. You have to know that there's enough abundance for everyone. Two, you have to know that you're deserving. Three, you have to know that by you allowing greatness into your life, you're not stealing that from anyone else. We all have free will. You know, so so that's basically, you know, just really having an understanding of at the end of the day, if you were to look at yourself in the mirror, can you look yourself in the eyes and say, I love you? and mean it and if you are having trouble with that then it might be time to wake up it might be time to say you know what this is my opportunity to be grateful to forgive and to forgive myself so that I can be in the here and now and then I can start to manifest some of these dreams that I have lingering around me that um that when you don't have a center of balance, it you may be in a state of procrastination with the very things that make you so great, mm. so. Wow. so I'm looking at my notes, and I'm gonna see so I can also um, talk about notes you know, already. What's
1: that, Katie? I said I've got, like, two pages of notes already. (laughs)
0: That's funny. Yeah. So any other questions?
1: Well, we had a couple of questions from the chat room that are kind of not related to um, what you're talking about. And and basically the two questions were how did the idea of uh, a vegan brush line come about and how did consumers respond to them?
0: Okay, so the idea of vegan brushes came along. So, I hate to say it, but it does tie in, and this is another example. Of <laughs> I work, work. it would. that Yeah, <laughs> and I knew that's I why. When you said it didn't relate, I said good because. Right. <laughs> trust me. Trust me. We're all connected, and it's all related. So, <laughs> this is how it happened. When, when I I found the Spiritualist Church of New York City, and I started attending. I started meditating at the same time. And I started to just just feel really good all the time. And at that time, uh, I started to feel inspired. And then one thing after the next that were no longer serving me started to drop away, and one was meat, or beasts, as I call it. So one day, I just didn't... Feel like eating meat anymore And it just, it stopped And this is what I mean By being divinely inspired Is that I didn't plan that And I didn't have an intention To stop eating meat And I'm not um, a person That's an animal activist Even though, you know, I have three chihuahuas And I love me some pets And, (laughs) uh, but That was one of the things The other thing, a couple months later I looked at a cocktail, and I said, yuck, I don't want that anymore. And so that became my task. I started to create makeup brushes two years ago, and my first prototypes were animal hair. And what I I did a process, and I started to dissect and use brushes in unusual ways, And no matter how beautiful the hairs were, um, I just got this feeling like, is this really necessary? Like, isn't technology advanced enough that I could uh, just create something? Number one, the brushes, no matter how soft the animal hair was, I would stab them into my eye when it was closed, and they would all poke my eye. And I think like in a broad spectrum when it comes to doing makeup, so... I would poke the brushes into my eyes. I would notice how brush cleaner would break off little fractions of hair from my brushes after a while and ruin them. And I'm a cosmetologist as well. I know about the structure of hair and the cortex, and I know that all brushes are colored, like, you know, with hair color, prior to them being made, and that weakens the natural hair. So I started to investigate, and I started to work with... um, Japanese taklon fibers and the first goal was to create shapes like the beautiful shapes that you can get with animal hair see and the the key after one year and finding this synthetic fibers are cloned fibers and they're all exactly the same so what you get is a pretty straight brush lacking that voluptuous shape like like natural hair has that flow and so What I did was I worked with three different qualities. So if you look into my brushes, you see one hair is crimped, one is thin, and one is thick. So it has that natural organic quality of of natural hair, and each tip is finely tapered. So trust me, you could poke one of my blending brushes all up in your eye, and it's not going to irritate the skin or, or crisp the skin. So that's how it happened. I like to say that it was divinely inspired with, um, a lot of investigation. And I feel like when you're in your center of balance, like, goodness comes to you. I didn't have to, you know, to uh, watch a, a video on how animals are processed and eaten to, um, to get to that place. And I celebrate everyone and their differences, and, you know, if that's the path that you take, that's great. There's, I think there's good intention in everything, but that was my intention, was to not harm an animal and to create great shapes. And then I guess my last intention was to trick makeup artists into thinking they were real, because that happens <laughs> a lot. <laughs> and when that happens, I just laugh, because I'm like... You know that's that's kind of what I intended because I would want the best, and that's what I want to give to others.
1: Nice. Well, they are great questions. Couple other questions?
0: Yes, please. Thank you. And next question? Oh, those were the two. Okay. okay.
1: Oh, did you did All you on. answer how consumers responded, line?
0: Consumers have responded. Amazingly I can't thank Them Enough You know what Is funny though Is um Okay we talked about Strong will And higher will So I've gotten A lot of people's Higher will Trust me However People find it Really funny Like sometimes People just can't Be gracious And And um Nice So The one thing That I have gotten About Three times I could count, and I just laugh they they write nice articles about how amazing the brushes are and how wonderful they work, and they love the purple color, and they love the pointed handle, and they love this, and they love this, and then they talk bad about the three brushes that have long handles, <laughs> and I'm like, really. <laughs> So it's kind of funny when you think about it, and the you know what's even funnier is that those three brushes were a mistake. The handles were not intended on being that long, but mm-hmm. me being easy going and I'm not trying to trip off of anything or be difficult, so I said that's okay, you know I'll just I'll sell them anyway. I kind of like them. right, so you know they don't last to the others, and that's how they came about but um. When I sell through them, like the s one the s um one seventy five the standard crease brush has mm-hmm. already um been replaced with the shorter handle so for those of you who can't deal with the long handle, it's done <laughs> so but i I have nothing but love. I just got a um a Hungarian distributor for Central Europe, and their brushes are going out to Australia soon and um, I'm going to Rome to um, present them there and they'll be, I have an exclusive deal working out right now for three schools in Rome and uh distributor in Canada, distributor in the United States, so I think they're being received well.
1: Nice. And I'm grateful
0: to God. Right,
1: let me ask you, Rocky how can go a little bit into the higher will and strong will and just kind of speak to um, let me see how do I ask this question like there are like I get a lot of questions from especially newer makeup artists and about um like the types of jobs that they should take um you know, the types of money they should ask for, things like that. So can you speak a little bit about the law of attraction and and how higher will and strong will, you know, plays into that as far as, like, the jobs you should take, you know, what you should be asking for, you know, what you feel your worth is?
0: Yes. Yes, of course. That's a great question. Uh, so, when presented... With, uh, you know, we've all been approached, let's say, by various entities in this business. And at the end of the day, we have to look for our women's intuition.
1: (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. Basically, (laughs) right.
0: Yeah, because, you know, we all have it, but I don't know how it got coined that, but I'll take it. But um, (laughs) I think we have to look inside we're presenting with these things because if let's say we're we're on a regular day when we're feeling good and confident about our makeup skills and you know and, and it's okay to feel your worth, I should hope that everyone feels like they're valuable because they are. And then you get a phone call and it's a job and it's for trade. It's for trade and it's a designer that you really hadn't heard of and And so you're on the phone with that person and you start to feel like there's a connection and that this person that you're speaking to is coming from a really good place. Okay? I would call that your higher will and their higher will connecting. Okay? On the other hand, and so I might take that job. I've taken that job before because it just felt good to me. It felt good in my core. And I knew, hey, might not pay, but this seems like a really nice person. So we could help each other out by doing this project. On the other hand, uh, sometimes people expect so much and don't want to pay and it doesn't feel good and we know it doesn't feel good and sometimes we take those jobs too and we end up at that job we end up miserable um let's be honest the model might walk in walk in and you're like oh i can't use this in my book and so on and so forth and it just goes downhill for the whole day and it's it's like energetically it's a waste of your energy and so if you could get in tune with these decisions that you're making and you could feel your way around rather than think your way around, then you're going to make better choices. You're going to, even on the phone, it doesn't have to be in person, you're going to stop and think for one second while you're on the phone with this person and ask yourself, how does this feel? And I think you can lead yourself to the right choice. It's always okay to say, let me consider this. Let me call you back. You don't have to make spur-of-the-moment decisions when it comes to, you know, your livelihood. This is about you building your career, you placing yourself in situations where you feel comfortable. If you have a an avenue down this beauty career that you want to go down, stay on track. Do things that are going to attract more things that are of the value that you want and where you imagine yourself. So creatively start to imagine yourself in situations where you're thriving, where you're happy, where there's happy people working around you, where every day is another step in you serving your higher good and creating the type of beauty that you're dreaming of. Why can't you create the type of beauty that you're dreaming of. If you're not and it's, you know, been five years and you the book isn't together and it, you still have pictures that you look at and you go, uh, oh, that's not good enough, then it's time to think about your higher will because you deserve it. Mm. Right? Right. <laughs> right? Isn't that how it is? That's, right. <laughs> that's absolutely right. Yeah. So, you know, there's a, there's an old saying and it says, you know, we're personally responsible for our successes and our failures. And it couldn't be put any plainer, you know. Yeah, exactly. You know, and then there's 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 gospel saying about it. We fall down, but we get up. Just get back up. If you made a bad choice, if you use strong will and it put you in a negative situation, that's fine. Allow yourself, train yourself to practice the art of allowing. And that means allowing yourself to make mistakes and allowing yourself to learn from them. So you take the job where you ended up there and it was just for trade and you hated the clothes. (laughs) And you couldn't use the word. So don't beat yourself up know that now you've been given an opportunity to see what you don't want and you could turn that around and see what you do want, okay? Unfortunately, sometimes what we do is we keep saying, oh, Lord, I worked on this job last week and I did it for charity. but I didn't like the clothes. They were ugly and this, that, and I was miserable and this was miserable. And people start to... They can only see what they don't want and they let that strong will kick their butt. And I say to mm-hmm. people, how long do you want to carry that? How long are you going to carry that bad experience? before? Because energetically, as long as you're carrying that, then you're not available for a good experience to come into your life. And that's what this business is about. There are jobs waiting for people who are happy, to show up. And you could do bad makeup and you could be really happy and that will take you so far. Mm. You know, you could learn makeup along the way, but your personality is with you. It's with you and that's why you're here. You're here to evolve the personality, to have human interactions and relationships that can mirror these personalities and you can learn from it. To me, makeup is easy. That's the easy part of it. You know? But it's like, do you like having me around? Am I serving something that's good and valuable for you? That's what I want right. to know from my clients. So, that's so I good don't stuff. even Thank you. So I don't even know, um, How many people are in the chat room? They better get to asking questions. No, they're like, well, besides me, there are 10 others. Okay, we get to asking some questions. They're probably a little bit scared now or contemplating very deeply right now.
1: Yeah, exactly. And we have people who are listening by phone, so I invite you all to uh, call in and ask a question and make a comment as well, please
0: and And uh
1: Rochelle, in the chat room says, "I think he needs to make a makeup artist motivational series
0: yeah I think um, thank you, thank you Rochelle this is um this is why I contacted you a couple of weeks ago because I was doing a meditation and uh and then the two twins came to me and uh and I started to imagine that they're like i think. We have this common bond, and it, and it comes to, like, having a, a center in religion. Mm-hmm. Correct me if I'm wrong. But a very spiritual center, and I felt that in this meditation, and I said, okay, I'm going to contact them tomorrow, and this is going to be the first step that, um you know, just start to walk out there and to to, instead of me going on stage and just laying it on people, like, now's the time for people to get involved. Right. This is it. You know, this is it. I'm putting it out there. Um, I feel confident with my, you know, I I did Bible study for the last year. I studied the law of attraction. And those two things are invaluable. You know, the lessons from the beginning of documenting human personalities, coupled with the law of attraction, and bringing this information to modern times, you know, that's one of the keys to uh, bridging the gap between our ancestors and who we're going to be as we evolve, you know. And so, thanks for saying that, Rochelle, because that's exactly my intention. So, stay posted. Yep. Wow. Wow. Yep. So why don't I talk about some things I'm grateful for right now and give some other people some props? This is not about me. Um, so I um, I want to um, say thank you to Valente Fraser, who's a dear friend of mine. And if y'all don't know who he is, then you better. We know he's
1: some, on the show. Searching.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, I know that you know who he is, and I'm talking to the masses. Um You know, I met Valente maybe about 12 years ago, and this is the prime example of someone who operates through their higher will. Okay? If you want to know what higher will is, then you find genuine people who you can't say anything bad about, (laughs) people that shine a, a bright light when they're around, so that's what I have to say about Valente. And so I had the pleasure of being interviewed by him. He called me up uh, about a month ago. And so I did a lengthy interview. He came to our studio in New York and filmed it. And so I will be one of the featured artists that will be on Makeup Artists Meet. So you have to check out. They have just a teaser up now, Makeup Artist Meet. And it's going to be amazing It's an amazing community style forum for makeup artists And I just can't wait to see, you know The multitude of positivity that he creates with this So, you know, thanks, Valencia Now,
1: now, I want to say I received an email or something about this Is it, does, is it also like a um, like a you know how they have like a, a social network like the social networks that people create for I mean whatever bloggers or whatever is it also like a social network?
0: It where is. Where you, you can know, set up your profile I, and all that. You know I can only give you limited information on exactly what it entails because it's I know it's a work in progress. But, Mm -hmm. um, but the part of it that I do know is that he will have featured makeup artists. You know, it's, it's about giving back. You know, it's about inspiring all makeup artists. I can tell you from a personal angle, one week before he called me, here I was again, God's honest truth. I was in a meditation and I started to imagine that someone would, um, that someone was going to talk to me about, like a makeup artist's Facebook, Mm -hmm. and and then I couldn't stop thinking about it. And, like, in that week, he called me and talked to me about it, and I was like, no way. I said, I've been thinking Uh about it all week, and I didn't know if it would be me creating it or somebody, and so when he called me, it was like, hello, this made sense. So, you know, I don't know all of the details, but I know it's going to be amazing.
1: Yeah, I think I just got an email about this last
0: week. Yep. And I know yep. I'm not yep. imagining that. <laughs> right. <laughs> hmm. So so any other questions from our listeners? Anything else you want to know? Ask me some makeup things because I could tie it oh, in. Oh we we have a question. Whatever it is room. you I- want.
1: Tanisha wanted to know if you had anything going on for Fashion Week.
0: Yes, I do. On Sunday, I start uh, Fashion Week. I'm starting on, I do, you know, I work with Pat McGrath, so I just worked the last two days on a Vogue shoot with her, which is a retrospective piece on Alexander McQueen. So I'm not kidding. The last two days are like, God godsend. I got to see like some of the archive dresses that are going to be mm-hmm. at the um, at the Met on display, the museum in New York. And
1: mm-hmm.
0: if anyone had seen the McQueen show, where it was like the uh, the theme was like the insects and reptiles, mm-hmm. and um, I got to do that look, and uh, it was just absolutely amazing. I mean, I can't say enough. So that's like a lifetime opportunity. And then that will take us into our first show, which is Y3, on Sunday. And then Sunday also marks, I'll be running from Y3 to present my first address. I'll be speaking about love at the Spiritualist Church of New York City. Then, because I'm an advanced seminary student, and then so I'll start to present now. Then, I'm looking at my calendar. I will do, I will do Jay Mendel and Diesel shows on the fifteenth, and then on the sixteenth, Anna Sui and Port 1961, and then on the seventeenth is Calvin Klein, and that will end, you know, our team for Fashion Week, and then I'll do, I'll be going to L.A. on the twenty-fifth for the makeup show LA and we'll have a booth there with Cat and Cosette. Then oh I'm getting tired talking about this. Then <laughs> I will um <laughs> and then I'll come home for one day and then I'm going to Paris with Pat and then I will do all of the shows in Paris from the the first until the tenth and then I'll come home and collapse.
1: Now, Art, now, is the makeup show New York in your plans?
0: Of course, yes. We do all the makeup shows around the world. So if it's um, an IMAT, it's an international makeup artist trade show put on by Makeup Artist Magazine, or if it's a the makeup show, then we're booked in advance to do all of those shows.
1: Oh, cool.
0: Yep. That's good to know. So if you're going
1: to any of the makeup shows, you will see Rocky there.
0: Yep. So come up and uh, give me some love. That's for sure. Yes, all they, have
1: to do, all they have to do is mention Beauty Talk and they get a discount on the brushes, right? Yep, of course.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so you all hear that. If you go to the makeup show and you rock, mention Beauty Talk, but you have to buy the brushes.
0: Yep. That's the deal (laughs) (laughs) You have to buy them to get the discount (laughs)
1: Buy them (laughs) Well Rocky um, We're coming down on our last Four minutes of the show But I would like to um, Invite you to Come on And um, you know maybe once a quarter It sounds like you're, you're Busy traveling the world But if you can get on the show once a quarter That would be great
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. I would, um, at least that often. At least that often. Yeah. Yeah, and, and what I want is for everyone who's listening to start thinking about the bright light that you are. Think about what it is that makes you so special. Because if you don't know, then it's hard to, for us to conceive what that is since you know we're all stuck in in uh looking at people at face value so i think it's it's really time to start looking from the inside out and to reflect you know the beauty that you are so if i do see you or if i do hear from you next time on this show i would love for you to tell me you know if there are any of these Methods that I speak of that you've practiced, you started practice, or any successes that have come into your life when you intended on being the best that you could be.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We want mm-hmm. to
1: know. Absolutely, I think it's important that we all begin to think that way and you know look deep inside and figure out what is it, you know what are, what are our contributions to this world.
0: Yeah that's
1: it. That's it. So, you know, and it and it can include makeup, but you know, it's also more
0: than makeup. Yeah, you know what? I'm going to say this in closing. Doing makeup is such a privilege, but it's a, it's a gift, you know? There are so many gifts that you have the ability to serve, and we have such a special one that makes people feel so good. So, Recognize that for what it is. recognize that that you know you don't have to 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 be a, a world leader or a famous celebrity to touch people's hearts. You are doing that at the same energetic level as some of the great masters that have walked this earth. You ask some of your clients how special that you make them feel. And I think you'll have a different understanding about the beauty industry,
1: yes, yep yes, well, everyone in the chat room is excited um that you're here tonight, Rocky, and they appreciate everything you said, and so do we and We just want to thank you for joining us
0: tonight. Well, thank you so much for having me and and like I said, I promise that at least quarterly, I mean, you know, I'm not doing anything this time of night anyway. <laughs> and so, you know, it's like my downtime. And uh, I just actually, I'm a big dork. I might sound smart and everything, but I'm such a big dork because I just found the link to look at the chat room. <laughs> 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 that is so funny. But um, I thank everyone that's listening. I wish you all the best in your career. And, uh, you know, think of me. Think of all of those times when uh, things don't feel so good. Think of, like, a really amazing moment in your life. Think of the best you've ever felt. And when people get on your nerves, when things are not going the way that you planned, think of those happy moments to bring yourself back to that that center, that core of who you really are.
1: Right. Right. Thank you so much, Rocky, and we'll be looking forward to um, hearing from you very soon. It
0: was my pleasure. Alright, so you so much. All the best in your pursuit of happiness and beauty. Thank you so much. You're welcome.
1: We'll be... And we'll be keeping you posted, um, or we'll be prepared for you when you come back. You know, we'll all be prepared to uh, share. Yeah,
0: yeah. we got out. to get this rolling. Yeah. Get it rolling now.
1: That's right. Keep it rolling.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we'll be prepared to share.
1: And I mean, I, just I to mean, it was audience. a
0: little, yeah, a little serious tonight, but you know that. Oh
1: yeah, it was serious, but it was it's good though. You
0: know. But it only has to start off that way. It's going to end up in tears of laughter, I promise you. <laughs> yes. And we can do that. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah, we can do yep.
1: that.
0: <laughs> All right. Until we next meet, I love you guys and thank you so much.
1: Love you too, Rocky. Thank you. Too All Rocky. right.
0: Good night. Bye-bye.
1: Bye. To everyone listening, if you like the show, or enjoy the show, go out and market it as a favorite. and. Tune in next Thursday night for Beauty Talk. Um, We'll post our next guest coming up very soon. We're in the process of finalizing who that is, so we'll have that out there as soon as possible. Um, Thanks again for calling and joining us, and thanks to everyone in the chat room. Good night, everybody. Good night.